BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. It's time for you to join half a million people in doing what? Well, doing something cool. Get a Burna Less Lethal Pistol. That's Burna, B-Y-R-N-A. It fires powerful ammunition, tear gas, kinetic ammo, incapacitates an attacker for 30, 40 minutes. Having a less lethal option is crucial. It's legal in all 50 states. No background checks are required. They ship it right to your door. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse gets you an exclusive 10% discount. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah, now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Five months have passed since Hamas brutally attacked Israel, launching a vicious war for Israel's very survival. As Israel fights for her existence, so many people around the world, even in America, Israel's greatest ally, have turned their backs on the Israeli people right when they need friends the most. Friends like us. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground in Israel, delivering critically needed emergency supplies to those suffering right now. There is an immediate need for essentials like food, medicine, and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. Many cannot return to their homes because of rocket fire in the north from Hezbollah. Israel is in desperate need and that's why I'm partnering with the fellowship today. Every donation is urgently needed. To give to IFCJ, visit supportifcj.org. That's one word supportifcj.org. Your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support. Supportifcj.org. God bless and thank you. Newton Group Transfer. They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. These stories from people who have these timeshares and can't get out of them, they're shocking. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but so many, they get their hooks into you and you can't give them up. You can't give them up. Or they'll, they'll do things like they charge you thousands of dollars. One girl, she got past her timeshare when her mother passed away. She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right. It's unjust. And Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, call 888-845-3773. 
That's 888-84-JESSE or go to timesharejesse.com. Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one. Get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Promo code JESSE. Election integrity. Shouldn't that be the kind of thing everybody agrees on, right? I want a fair election. Well, so do I, and so do I. Don't you think it's weird that a bunch of people don't seem to agree about that? I certainly do. We're going to talk about that next, and I'm right. I asked the legislature in this legislative session, we need to do bonuses uh, for law enforcement. Someone defund. Some want to defund the police. We're funding the police and then some. That's my man, Heavy D, <laughs> down there killing it in Florida. I will tell you this. I don't know if Ron DeSantis is running for president. He's conducting himself like a man who wants to run for president. But I will say this. If you're any one of the other candidates thinking about running for president, you should really be paying attention to the things he says, the things he's doing, because he is a man who very, very much understands what the Republican Party base wants to hear. It's so funny because a really helpful rule right now for Republicans is simply do the exact opposite of what the system says you should do, and that's what your base will want. The system is so nasty so hostile to anybody on the right that whatever the system is currently pushing is exactly the opposite of what the Republican base wants. And Ron DeSantis gets that. He gets that. He's down there passing bills against lockdowns. He's down there. He's funding the police. He's getting it. He's the one getting it. Republicans, they're having House GOP meetings about tax cuts for 2022. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, tax cuts are fine. That is not what the base is upset about right now. That's not what the base is hot on right now. Pay attention. And it's wild. This police thing, we're going to move off this real quick, but this police thing, it's so crazy to me how Republicans got suckered in by this, by the system right away in the wake of George Floyd's death. Right away, from top to bottom, Republicans were all about, yeah, we've, we have to reform these police. Yeah, look, I'm not saying they're the enemy. We just seriously need some police reform. Totally, totally out of touch with their base. 
The Republican Party base does not look at police and say to themselves, well, they're clearly the problem. And I'm not one of these guys who kisses, who kisses up to cops all the time. Sometimes they're dead wrong. But it's ridiculous to think that the Republican base as a whole looked at the cops in the wake of George Floyd's death and said to themselves, man, the cops are definitely the problem. I don't know how he's able to do it, but Ron DeSantis seems to be a man who has a pulse of the GOP base. And some of the other people who are clearly thinking about running, they don't have it at all. It's got to be, I don't know whether it's the news sites these people watch. I don't know whether it's the people, their family, friends, the people who surround them. But pay attention if you're a GOP hopeful, if you want to be the next Republican president of the United States. I don't know what Ron DeSantis' plans are, but I know this. He's a man who very much understands what you and I care about. Now... We have a former Republican, now turned Democrat, by the name of Charlie Crist in Florida, and he's going to run against Ron DeSantis. I will be anxious to see exactly how red Florida has become in this next election. And I do believe because of the leadership of Ron DeSantis and because of the people who are moving to Florida. I mean, I know people, Republican friends, that are moving out of red states to Florida just to make it redder. I'll be anxious to see if Florida is blood red because something we continue to forget about, at least I do a lot, Florida's a purple state. Florida has been a purple state. Yeah, most of the elections there have gone our way, but they're all by the thinnest of margins, the absolute thinnest of margins. It's wild to me that Ron DeSantis gets elected in this state and promptly governs like the most bloodthirsty right-winger in the world. I love it. As you can imagine, Charlie Crist joined the race and took some shots at Heavy D, and Heavy D, he's not going to take that. What, what's your reaction to Charlie Crist announcing his run for governor, and can you commit to a run to governor? You know, I didn't realize, like, you know, it was like, what party is he going to run in this time? I mean, he's lost as a Republican, independent Democrat. But, you know, I looked up, he's voting with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time in Congress. I thought, heck, maybe he gives the Green Party a chance. He's certainly voting that way. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Ouch. That kind of passive aggressive, I don't really care about it thing, that, that stings right there. And let's talk about something else, really. What we should be headlining probably more on this show is election integrity. Before I get to the things Florida's doing and whatnot, understand, if you read a history book, if you study history at all, fair elections, they're not something to take for granted. And you and I, I know I personally am totally guilty of taking them for granted most of my life as an American. I mean, you always know there's a little of this or a little of that going on there, especially in the big Democrat-run cities. But for the most part, our elections are pretty fair, have been pretty fair in the past in this country. And there are countries all over the world where people walk to the polls and they vote, and they know the likely outcome is that their vote doesn't matter at all. That is a big, big, big deal because now you're not a democracy or a republic anymore. Now you're just... You're all pretending. We have never really dug into it, and we'll never be able to dig into it because you can't seem to find the truth. What did happen in our election? I don't know. 
I, that's why I've never yelled. I'll come on this uh, TV and yelled at you about it. I don't know. You don't know. We'll never know. All we know is, I mean, it didn't look that good. And now we're told we're not allowed to talk about it at all. Okay, well, let's set the last election aside. Let's make sure the next one is fair. And I do have to say, if you're one of the people out there trying to stop any election integrity efforts, I have to ask why. Why do you think that is? Why do you think Democrats, why do you think they're so against things like voter ID? We know, we've disproven it a thousand times, that, well, black and brown people can't get IDs. Maybe we showed that video of you, of all the uh, black people in New York, they were all, yeah, you get an ID right there. They all knew the, the street corner it was, it was on. <laughs> like, yeah, you just get out of the DMV and get one. So it's not true. Uh, well, those, those people don't have any idea how to get an ID. So why this commitment to making sure people don't have to show ID? It's almost... It's almost like you have some nefarious scheme you're working on. But Heavy D, of course, all over this too. You're doing the same thing. What's going to be different about Florida's election in 2022? What are you about to sign? So right now I have what we think is the, the strongest election integrity measures in the country. I'm actually going to sign it right here. It's going to take effect. So there you go. Bill is signed. Bill is signed, election integrity. Now, what does it do? In short, here's what it is. It enforces voter ID, which is, I mean, honestly, it's, that's something that should be bipartisan. It bans ballot harvesting, prohibits mass mailing of ballots, increases election transparency, and it prohibits private money from running elections, a.k.a. Zuckerbucks. I did enjoy that little graphic, guys. But it, it is true. You know, it's something we didn't talk about very much at all either is, why the massive amount of money spent by Facebook to work the last election? Isn't that so odd? And then you see the steps they've taken recently, like the ones we went over yesterday, banning Donald Trump. It's very, very odd. But look, like I said, the man is down there killing it in Florida. And we're doing a big heavy D puff piece tonight because not because I know the man. I actually don't know the man. I've never said a word to him. But because I want other Republicans to pay attention and do the same things. I want them to do likewise. There are people around this country. Now, I can't relate to this. Because I live in rural Texas. I can't relate to this. But there are people around this country, wrap your mind around this, who have actually spent the last 14, 15 months wearing a mask every time they walk out of their home. Even walking around outside with a mask on. There are people who've spent 14, 15 months not seeing their relatives, not going to see their mother, father, grandpa, son. There are people who spent the last 14, 15 months, their kids are sitting in front of a computer trying to, trying to do school on, on a Zoom meeting. That's the truth. That's insane to me. And that's why Florida's numbers, their population numbers are exploding, because Heavy D, He's not taking it. You see these pictures from Florida all the time? And people are packed on the beaches. They're packed in the restaurants. They're packed in the stadiums. They're having a blast. What are they doing? Well, Heavy D's out there. He's going to make sure these idiotic CDC summer camp guidelines 
Yeah, that's not going to be taking place in Florida. You know what those guidelines are? Get this. Everyone at camp, including staff and every kid over the age of two, must wear masks at all times unless they are eating or swimming. They should wear two layers of masks, especially when social distancing is difficult, regardless of whether activities are indoors or outdoors. I want you to understand something before I continue, and I'm going to go on here. The Center for Disease Control, they put out guidelines that your four-year-old son should have two masks on when he's outside playing with his friends. These people are insane. And this stopped being about coronavirus about 15 minutes after coronavirus got here. That's a fact. That is insane. And I know I'm just a, I'm just a dumb piece of white trash that went to community college, and I am. That's all fair. But I don't need a medical degree to tell me that's, insa- that's completely insane. All right, on to these. Listen to these rules. Campers should be placed in cohorts. All right, like the Roman Legion. And their interaction with people outside the cohort must be limited. There should always be at least three feet, three, three feet between campers of the same cohort and six feet between campers of different cohorts. Staff should keep six feet away from campers at all times, whether inside or outside. Distance should be maintained while eating, napping, or riding the bus. The CDC suggests seating kids in alternate rows. The use of physical objects that might be shared among kids like toys, art supplies, and electronics should be limited wherever possible. Camps should not permit close contact sports and indoor sports should require masks. It's not crazy to me that the CDC would say this. It's crazy to me anybody would believe it. And that's what's done. You have to understand this. Now, you watch my show, so you're probably not this type of person, but there are people out there, millions of people out there, who will adjust their behavior according to these CDC guidelines. Think about that. Think about what, what, what coronavirus has turned people into. It's turned people into these bullying tyrants. These people are insane. Hi, yep, right here, right there. No mask, right there. There we go, candid camera, there we go. I want you to know that your insensitivity is ridiculous. I no longer have grandparents due to this virus because of people like you who don't wanna wear a mask in the store. It's ridiculous, actually. It's insensitive and it's disgusting as a human being for you to show so much privilege to all of these people. There are so many older people in here who have health conditions, other people. Oh, great. Oh, whoop de doo Congratulations for your pregnancy. It's ridiculous. And I want you to know that. You're on candid camera. And I want you to know that. 4K. Thanks. Yeah. Thankfully, we have... People fighting back against it, fighting back against the kids running around school still with a mask on. You know how insane that is? Not only is there no proof that masks are the solution, there's not even proof that it's a good trade-off. All right, we're actually going to close. You haven't signed up, ma'am. We're going to close citizen. You let a senator come up here and speak in the name of my children who you guys are abusing? Are you serious? Nope.
we, we've had our citizen participation. We're going to follow. We have had that. Okay. I move that we adjourn this meeting. I'll second. We have a motion to adjourn and a second. All in favor say aye. 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 That's so beautiful. That's how you take your country back. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Now. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years, was solely dedicated working on the cover. Now I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink. The guys come in. I'm going to go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her $100. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. I'm about to make you more comfortable, though. You need to diversify your portfolio. You do. I know that's not exactly groundbreaking news. Everyone says that, but you've seen these spending numbers. Look, I was just talking to you yesterday about Joe Biden's $4 trillion spending bill coming up. You cannot possibly spend that kind of money, print that kind of currency unbacked, and not have a massive devaluation of the dollar. We even have people like Warren Buffett talking about it. There's a reason Wells Fargo's guessing gold is going to go up 25% this year. 25%. Go. Call Patriot Gold Group. I am telling you, I have talked to them. They have promised me, if you tell them I am the one who sent you, they will take good, special care of you. Call them. 866-943-0626. That's 866-943-0626. We'll be back.
Well, this is kind of good news. When the Democrats, it is, well, I have April 2021, and the Democrats are already sounding the alarm about the midterm elections. That is very, very, very good news for you and I. We have the former DCCC chair sounding the alarm, saying Democrats losing the House majority, uh, that's something we are staring right in the face. Why are they potentially losing the House majority? Well, part of it is because Democrats are insane. A big part of it is Republican states are gaining congressional seats. Democrats are losing them. The biggest problem for Democrats is the party in power traditionally loses seats and probably a lot of them during the midterm elections. So the Democrats find themselves in a bit of a pickle. You have to do something to get popular again, right? You have to do something to make sure that that doesn't happen or at least try to try to patch up some of those losses. But you don't have a dynamic leader. You have a leader who's not a functioning adult. And the person who's right behind him, chomping at the bit to take the reins the day Joe Biden has to wave the white flag and call it quits on being president, she's possibly the least likable human being on the planet. So if you're the Democrats, what are you going to do? You don't have popular policy proposals. They're just not. They're not popular with the American people. Amnesty and gun grabs and things like that. People, American people are generally horrified by those things. You don't have a popular president. You don't have popular policies. How are you going to fix this? Well, Nancy Pelosi just came right out and said it. Well, Jesse, elections are about campaigns, and we are ready. We are ready with our M's mobilization to own the ground, to get out the vote, um, with our message of unity for the people. Uh, and again, so proud of what the uh, Biden-Harris administration is putting forth. And then, of course, with the resources, the money that is needed to do this. Uh, but we, we would be better if we can pay the HRNS1 in order to remove obstacles to participation for people to vote. I'm sorry, what? What was that last part? We, in order to win elections, we have to pass H.R. 1 to increase participation in the vote? These people are so corrupt and twisted at this point, they don't even realize you're not supposed to say the quiet part out loud all the time. She just basically, the head of the, the, head of the house, the speaker of the house just shouted from the rooftops, well, I mean... It'll help us winning elections if we can make sure no one has to show ID. Right, Bob? Gosh. You know, and look, Democrats are communists now. You don't believe me? Donald Trump obviously banned permanently from Facebook. We talked about that. The White House press secretary had this to say about it. The president's view is that um, the major platforms uh, have a responsibility uh, related to the health and safety of all Americans uh, to stop amplifying untrustworthy content, disinformation and misinformation, especially related to COVID-19, vaccinations and elections. And we've seen that over the past several months, broadly speaking, I'm not placing any blame on any individual or group. We've seen it from a number of sources. Uh, he also supports better privacy protections and a robust antitrust program. So his view is that there's more that needs to be done to ensure that this type of misinformation, disinformation, damaging, sometimes life-threatening information is not going out to the American public. 
I'm sorry, did the White House just come out and endorse the silencing of its opponents? Yes, it did. America's communists are no different than communists have always been. Remember that. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a 1,000 at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. All right. And while you're remembering that, you need to remember this. It's not just about the training you do with your weapon. It's not just about learning to use your weapon safely. It's often about the gear that carries your weapon. I tell you this time and time and time again. There's a reason all these fancy super ninja types, the Green Berets and whatnot, they obsess over their gear. They obsess over the holsters for their weapon. When I tell you I only shop at Northwest Retention Systems, you can come test me whenever you see me and ask me to show you the gear I have on my body. It's all Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom made and custom made right here in America. I know my gear is not going to fail me if, God forbid, I ever need it to save my life. Go to nwretention.com and get your gear there and only there. nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get 10% off. We'll be back. We're seeing very substantial inflation. It's very interesting. I mean, it, it, we're raising prices. People are raising prices to us. Uh, and it's being accepted. Mm, that is not good. Joining me now to talk about that and other things, let's talk to an expert, Joel Griffith at the Heritage Foundation. Joel, I want you to pretend like I am an absolute idiot, which should not be very difficult for you. Explain to me what what inflation is and why it matters to people. Hey, and th thank you for having me uh, this afternoon. Inflation uh, is the cost of goods and services that you purchase and assets. It's the cost of those items increasing. In other words, it's the value of the dollar that you have in your hands decreasing. Now, and over time, over the last uh, 50 years plus, we have seen inflation almost each and every year. And really, this is a, it's a hidden tax. It means that every year, all things being equal, the value of your paycheck goes down. And uh, we're seeing more of that over this past year. If you go back up prior to the pandemic, we have seen prices on nearly everything that we purchase week by week. We've seen those prices increase. We've seen commodities costs such as lumber. Lumber's up 35%. Corn costs Ooh. are up 40%. Copper up 80%. You notice it when you go fill up your car where gas prices have nearly doubled. 
nearly everything that we are consuming in our lives has gone up and has gone up at an accelerated rate over the past year. And I fear that that's something that may continue due to the disastrous economic policies that people in Congress have been pushing for. Okay, Joel, I'm about to ask you a question that you could probably take 13 hours to answer and feel free to do that if you want, but why? Why are we seeing so much inflation? I mean, you brought up the lumber. It's something a lot of people don't realize. It's going to affect you, uh, home building, all these other things. Uh, the, the prices are going up across the board. Why? Yeah, well, there, are mul there are multiple reasons for this, but there's a quote by Milton Friedman that I love, and he once said, inflation everywhere and everywhere is a monetary phenomenon. Now, what did he mean by that? Well, think about the money that's in your wallet, the hard physical cash in your wallet. Look at that. It's, it has on there, it's a Federal Reserve note. Well, we have a central bank that is able to create hundreds of billions, even trillions of dollars, literally, out of thin air. And over the past year, the central bank has printed trillions of dollars digitally or in hard currency, and they have bought assets. They have bought corporate bonds. They have bought government debt. They have bought mortgage-backed securities. And when they make those purchases, those funds then flow into the hands of those that owned those assets and that money has to go somewhere so we have seen some of those investors taking that new cold hard cash we've seen them buy stocks so we've seen the stock market boom boom we've seen some people buy real estate we've seen their real estate prices boom we have seen banks begin to lend out some of those new deposits that have been put into those accounts at the banks and so we see people being able to take out more cash. We have seen the government go ahead and borrow some of that newly created money. And we've seen them put money into the checking accounts of tens of millions of people. And now that money is being spent. So basically, you have more dollars chasing a limited supply of goods and services, and it's supply and demand. You have more dollars chasing those goods and services, and the prices go up. We're seeing that now and it's likely to continue into the future joel i just want to clarify something you just said the government printed money to buy its own debt well i should clarify that we had the central bank the federal reserve which is an independent organization entity we saw them independent print trillions of dollars and then they went ahead and purchased government debt and then that allows the government to spend those newly created dollars and uh, you know, a lot of people love seeing that money show up in their checking accounts, but what you're doing is you're borrowing from your children and grandchildren, and actually, you're also borrowing from your future self. There's no such thing as a free lunch on this. Politicians get the temporary praise because everyone likes having that extra cash in their pocket, but we're gonna be paying for it with higher prices and also slower economic growth. Joel, <sighs> I'm seeing sign after sign after sign. I got a sign from a buddy uh, yesterday. He showed up at a restaurant, and I'm paraphrasing here, so I don't have the note in front of me, but they essentially said that there's a sign on the front door saying, hey, be patient with us, please. We can't find anybody who wants to come to work. We can't fill our wait staff positions. We can't fill our kitchen staff positions. And I'm hearing this from small businesses, not just restaurants, across the country. They're opening back up. They're freeing back up. And people aren't wanting to come back to work. Explain why. Yeah, this is a huge problem. There's actually a record number of business owners that are saying they cannot find people to fill the openings. More than 40% of businesses are reporting this now. We've never seen that really in our lifetimes. And that's because many people 
are able to earn more off the job than on the job because you get state unemployment benefits and then you get a federal unemployment bonus. And anecdotally, if you talk to business owners, especially restaurant owners, you talk to them and they are having trouble getting people in there. You walk up and down any city street, you're likely to see help wanted signs. And you know, this is actually showing up in the surveys as well. You know, for this reason, the state of Montana is actually telling the federal government, thanks, but no thanks. We don't want this additional federal bonus money coming in for those who aren't working because it's, it's incentivizing people to stay at home, to stay on their couch, to not work. And uh, that's not just a, uh, a, a drawback for the businesses that need this help. That's actually a drawback for those that typically would be working because they might enjoy taking that extra vacation time now, but now they have an additional resume gap. And a lot of these jobs are, are jobs where people are getting on-the-job training because they don't have higher education. And now those people are being pushed aside because government is providing these really skewed incentives to stay home rather than to work. Joel, we say government's providing these incentives. Who's responsible for this? Republicans, Democrats, everybody? Where's this extra, where did this extra money come from to pay people to sit home and watch Netflix? Yeah, ultimately, we're all paying for that. And that doesn't just go for those who are paying taxes. About half of people don't even pay income tax. But we need to keep in mind that this still has to be paid for. Even though you might be, some people might be in a lower income level, you're not paying a high income tax. Well, there are investors that are paying those taxes. There are businesses that are paying those taxes. And guess what? If those businesses no longer have the resources to invest in new equipment or new buildings or to hire somebody else, well, that means there's fewer opportunities available. And I think what's even more important is that when you see now, you see this administration trying to tax away capital gains and the value of your business grows. They want to go ahead and confiscate um, roughly half of that. Well, what that means is that there's actually less money to invest in things like research and development, those, which is so important to all of us seeing a higher quality of life. We are really declaring war on the American dream here and on future prosperity. Okay, Joel, I've said, I've been screaming about this for over a year, that what we're seeing is the biggest transfer of wealth from the middle class to the, to the upper classes in, in the history of the United States of America with these idiotic restrictions. And has that manifested itself? Are small businesses going down and huge mega corporations becoming, frankly, more powerful than the government? Yeah, that's an excellent point. Well, if you look at these COVID shutdowns that infected so much of the country over the past year, well, think about what happened in places like Michigan, where big box retailers like Walmart and Target, they were allowed to stay open. And meanwhile, if you run a, let's say, a, an eyeglass company or a shoe store or a floral shop, you had to have your doors Close. And what we saw was an acceleration of what we've seen over the last few decades, where you see some of these bigger companies growing. And that's fine so long as they're actually working on an even playing field and providing a service. But in this situation, you had local governments and you had governors telling big retailers, you can stay open. Little guys, you have to keep your doors shut. And we saw the same thing happening in the restaurant industry, where some of the restaurants that are publicly traded they're gonna be able to survive this. Meanwhile, you have all these small mom and pop restaurants in these smaller towns across the country that are going under for good. This has been so wrong. It's been unconstitutional. It's been a violation of state constitutions and uh, it's just a travesty to see what's happened across our communities.
Joe, I see a Wall Street Journal headline here, and I have no idea what this is about or where this came from. Biden's vaccine patent theft. What do you mean? What did he do? <laughs> well, this has been a shocker. Uh, so you have a number of pharmaceutical companies, some of the big ones like Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson that have relied upon years of past research to speedily bring forward a vaccine that is saving lives across the world. And these companies are working with the developing world and third world countries to help vaccinate their populations. And they're doing this, they're trying to do this in a safe manner, trying to provide licenses to use this intellectual property, but to do it in a safe way so that it can be manufactured properly. And the Biden administration has now said, we are, this country supports no longer honoring the intellectual property of these companies. And this is a dangerous precedent because you know, if you think about the pharmaceutical sector, there are a lot of projects that fail. A lot of these vaccines, a lot of these medications in general never come to market after many billions of dollars being spent. But investors know that sometimes some of these, uh, some of these uh, R&D projects, they actually pay off big and so they're willing to invest. Well, with the Biden administration now saying, we're no longer going to honor these private property protections when it comes to the vaccines, this could possibly scare a lot of future investors into wondering, do they really want to risk their money in R&D, knowing that if there's a success, the government could come in at any time and say, thank you very much. We're going to go ahead and seize that asset and give it away. The intentions on this might be good, but we're talking about devastating consequences, not just to investors, but to all of us who are living longer lives, longer than any before, it really in, my, in human history, um, we're, we're, we're gonna risk all that accomplishment. Joel Griffith, thank you so much, man. That was outstanding. Thanks for having me. Man, that was a wealth of knowledge. Joel bringing it today. All right. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that quitting dipping is easy. Pfft, no problem. Once you've done it for years, and I did it for years, once you've done it for that long, it's really, really hard. It's really hard. And I tried and failed at doing it. I don't even want to tell you how many times. Well, actually, I don't even know how many times. A lot. A lot. I'd quit for a half day or a day or even sometimes two or three days where you should be out of the woods, right? And then... You're driving by the gas station. I guess I, could, I guess I could pull in. No one's around to see. You can quit for good with Jake's Mint Chew because it gives you a dip. It gives you something to put in your lip. I would highly recommend the CBD pouches, by the way, but it gives you a replacement, only it's tobacco-free and it's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. Go to jakesmintchew.com today and get some. jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE. That's J-E-S-S-E -S -S -E for 20% off. We'll be back. Well, it looks like there's going to be a shakeup at the top of the House GOP. Liz Cheney's days appear to be numbered. I'm still not sure if I actually believe that yet, but they appear to be numbered. And President Trump came out and he has endorsed Elise Stefanik to take over that role. Now, I understand you may not be familiar with her. I have my issues with her, and I understand my next guest, who I adore, loves her. So let's talk about it. Joining me now is former congresswoman, doctor. The lady's done everything. She's with Independent Women's Forum, Forum Nan Hayworth. Nan, 
Tell me why I should like Elise Stefanik. It's nothing personal, by the way. I don't know her, but her voting record is moderate to be kind. Well, let's... First of all, Jesse, I prioritize for a leader of the House Republican Conference two things, and I'm going to imagine that we share these, uh, these fundamental goals. One is advance our policy agenda. Second, because it is, you know, the House Republican Conference, so obviously it is a partisan position, it is to advance our political drive. So in terms of evaluating uh, Representative Cheney on both of those aspects, um, I actually haven't had uh, any particular uh, problems with the way Representative Cheney has uh, spoken of or voted on policy matters, but I have a tremendous problem with the fact that she has chosen to be divisive and backward-looking uh, constantly picking at a wound uh, when we need to be unified and forward-looking, both for the sake of advancing policy, because we can't advance policy unless we advance our politics. She is throwing grit in the wheels. And as a leader, she has a responsibility. She can say what she wants. She can vote as she sees fit. But as a leader, she has a responsibility. She has abrogated that responsibility. Elise Stefanik, uh, when we talk about votes, we have to remember that, and you know this well, Jesse, we always have to contextualize a representative's votes in terms of the district that he or she represents. And Elise Stefanik is from a New York district. It's a, it's a conservative New York district, but it's a New York district. And so her votes are consonant, uh, I submit to you, with the priorities of her Constituents, and that in fact is her primary job. You have to represent your constituents, and if you're significantly at odds with your constituents, then you know obviously that shows up eventually in uh, various ways. But in terms of her political uh, drive for us, she has been a wonderful strength for us in recruitment, in funding, in fundraising, and in particular. And I, as you know, I am proudly. Uh, post-identitarian, uh, but she certainly has focused, and I think that's a, a very valuable point uh, in the current political climate, uh, on recruiting great women uh, to run for Congress uh, within the GOP. So that's why um, I, I may even have uh, been a little bit ahead of President Trump in championing uh, Lee Stefanik for this uh, House GOP leadership position. Fair enough. You know what, Nan? Fair enough. That was that was that was pretty stinking good. Let's talk about Liz Cheney for a moment now that you brought it up. I I've been trying to wrap my mind around what exactly would make somebody from a long established political family, a real position of power, why somebody would take their political career up to the top of a live active volcano and chuck it inside. I don't understand. Is this just out of Spite, Nan? What am I? I mean, I feel like I'm missing something here. What am I missing? I, you're not missing anything, Jesse. I, I wonder the same thing. Uh, I, I note for the sake of uh, history that when uh, uh, Representative Cheney began her career in elective politics, she chose to start by endeavoring to primary Mike Enzi, who was a sitting Republican senator from Wyoming and by all accounts a fine fella. So why would you do that? 
You know, I mean, it was just an ugly, to me, an ugly, aggressive move. She then withdrew from that primary, yay, and ran for the congressional seat when the awesome Cynthia Lummis uh, was elected to the Senate. Uh, so, it, 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 Jesse, your question is germane for so many reasons, not least of which is that Wyoming is a really, really red state, and it's a Trumpy kind of state. So why would you do what she's doing? I don't know. She may feel she may have felt she had the luxury of doing it. I have a feeling that she genuinely uh, is revolted by the events of uh, January 6th. But then she needs to really study uh, pretty hard what actually happened, what we still don't entirely know. Uh, and again, the context of the entire uh series of events and how you can't come out from that as a Republican and say, you know what, we've still got a lot of unanswered questions. Uh, President Trump was not telling anyone to breach the Capitol. Uh, and, you know, they, we, we should be championing his accomplishments, with, which were astonishing uh, versus the, the uh, challenges that he had and move on. So it's just dumb on top of dumb, uh, Jesse. It, it is. I guess. I guess it's bizarre to me, Nan, that I, I, I see. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm assuming she has an IQ that's much higher than mine. I see smart, accomplished people. I, I disagree with her about a lot of things. But why just ruin it all? It doesn't make any sense to me at all. But I mean, who knows? Maybe she's just ready to retire. Who knows? Maybe I'm trying to psychologize something I shouldn't. All right. The Democrats. Democrats are sounding the alarm. The DCCC chair has already come out and said, uh, we're in serious danger of losing the majority at the midterm elections. I believe they are too. Do you yeah. believe that? And if so, why? Yeah, and I know the DCCC chair because <laughs> I ran against him a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's a savvy guy politically. Uh, and uh, as, as Democrats go, he's a centrist. So he, as a centrist could only look uh, at a savvy centrist who's thoroughly corporate in nature, uh, corporatist, could only look at uh, the policy developments that, again, are ascendant on the Democrat side uh, with great alarm. And, and you know, there are a lot of uh, fault lines in American politics uh, that uh, actually show that despite the overwhelming dominant media narrative, Thank you, the first on TV, for being so uh, such champions of the truth. But you know, we all know what the media narrative is. But if you look at where some traditional uh, constituencies that Democrats have taken for granted, particularly among communities of color, uh, you know, President Trump really did start chipping away at those. Uh, there are key issues. Ron DeSantis won the Florida governorship because of school choice issues, among other things. But school choice was a big issue uh, for uh, moms in communities of color. Uh, so the Democrats are have been acting with uh, hubris. Uh, the D-Trip chair's warning comes in timely fashion. But the other and the other thing, of course, is that redistricting seems to be favoring the GOP at, at, for the House. Obviously, they don't have redistricting for the Senate. Um, so I, I think they should worry. But will they heed those warnings? Um, I'm not at all confident that they will. Joe Biden, who uh, obviously was a moderate at one point in his life, is being run by other people. So he's he's out of the loop. 
Nan, explain redistricting really quickly for people who don't understand what you just said when it comes to redistricting favoring the GOP. Sure. Uh, so we have the number of seats in the House of Representatives is set at 435 seats. So every 10 years when a census is done, uh, we see how the population has changed among the various states. Uh, and if enough people have moved to a given state, that state will get one or two more districts. I think Texas has two more districts. Florida has one more district. And where they've moved away, uh, in sufficient numbers, as from my home state of New York and from California, they'll lose seats. The shifts uh, in this current uh, election cycle, redistricting cycle, nominally favor Republicans. And in the 2020 election, although for obvious reasons we were highly focused on the presidential election, uh, in fact, state legislatures across the country saw significant Republican victories. So since in most places in the country, not every state, uh, state legislatures play uh, the key role in redistricting, Republicans also have something of an advantage there. So uh, just by those uh, demographic facts alone, the Republicans have been nominally given a little boost. But of course, they're going to have the right candidates, and they've got to run the right races. And the Democrats have a lot of money, and their DCCC chairman is the kind of guy who, uh, you know, knows how to run swing district type races. So uh, nobody should take anything for granted. Fair enough. Nan Hayworth, you are the best. Thank you, ma'am. You are. Thank you, sir. Anytime. It's time to lighten the mood. Hang on. Now, this is normally the time where we would lighten the mood, but I have to give you a little heads up before I play this video for you. It's pretty violent. I know we haven't had football season in a while, and I don't watch football anymore anyway because they all ruin that thing, but this video, it's, it's a football play, and I'm telling you, from now on, when you're running over the middle, keep your head up, kids. All right, by the way, before I forget, we have a special tomorrow on socialism, on communism, on what it's all about, how it's creeping in here. I would carve out some time on your Friday night and tune into that special. This might be the best special we've ever done here on I'm Right. So I will see you tomorrow. Till next time. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com.
Com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders who die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and homeless veterans. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women who risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs walks and climbs a year and dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about America's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.